everyone. Welcome back to the Your Fielder's Choice NBA podcast. I'm your host, Devin, joined as always by Chris. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing good, man. Had an appointment at 12. That's why we're getting started a little late. Um, now I'm sweating some afternoon tennis. There you go. Gotta love it. Uh, so we're going to do things a little bit different today because uh, we have, at the moment, a pretty chalky slate because there's a lot of value on the board. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off by talking about some of that value, who we like, who our favorites are on each site, and then we'll kind of go back into the regular position by position, a little bit more condensed, a little quicker today. Because like I said, it's it's pretty straightforward today. We've already got quite a bit of the news that we need. We've already can see a lot of the pretty obvious uh, chalk values. So starting over on DraftKings really starts with two big guys and Tony Bradley, assuming he starts again with them beat out in a good matchup against the Knicks. And then we've got Moses Brown, a guy that I know you were really hoping would be a lot sneakier than he, than he's going to end up being uh, coming in at 3,500 for OKC. Uh, do you like both? Uh, only want to play one, going to play both. What are you thinking here? I'm probably going to play both, but if I had a gun to my head to pick one, it would be Moses Brown. And OKC's thrown it in this year. Horford's sitting the last three games. Brown's seen around 20-plus minutes, and he scored 24, 23, and 23 fantasy points at 3,500 going up against Chicago, which Chicago's not great against bigs. So if I had a gun to my head, I'm leaning Brown, but, I mean, I like both of them. Don't get me wrong. Um Bradley has New York. New York's not great against bigs either, but I mean, he just does. I think I think Brown has more upside, to tell you the truth. Um, just because I think OKC is going to give him a little bit bigger of a leash. Um, you know, his minutes have increased every game, so I, I think I think he's going to be better. Um, but I'm playing both in cash tonight. Yep, I think you can absolutely play both, and I 100% agree. Brown's at 1.23 fantasy points per minute. Uh, Tony Bradley's at 1.1. Both fantastic. I mean, those are great numbers. You're looking for a fantasy point per minute. If possible, higher is great. Both those guys are above that. So if both play 20-plus minutes at under 4K, you're looking at 20-plus fantasy points, which at that price is going to be six times return for both. So love them both. They should both be pretty chalky for darn good reason. Um, the, the good news I, is you can play both of them on FanDuel as well because uh, Bradley is a power forward there. Yep, yep. So that's which is nice. Um, they hit, they rarely do that, but yeah. Um, then we also have a couple of um, guards or uh, other positions to consider. We've got THT, Taylor Horton Tucker coming off of a career game. Yes, that was a, a a blowout, but you know, this is a Lakers team that's missing Gasol. Um, assuming that Caruso remains out, uh, and considering what Tucker did last night, he's another guy you got to look at here again tonight. Um, played 28 minutes last night, he's played right around 20 the other nights. If you look at his log, it's actually been really good. He had the 110 against Indy, but outside of that, he's been pretty much a lock for about 20 points. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty he's pretty solid. Um, about 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes. When he's given more run, he does better. Went off for 40 last night. I had a double-double. I didn't realize he had a double-double. Um, don't expect a double-double tonight, even against Minnesota. But he's, he's showing why L.A. was big on him in the preseason and why they kept him on the team. Um, I think he's actually going to be a pretty big key part to this run for the Lakers. So I, I like him tonight at 3,600. 
Yeah, and actually uh, Caruso is officially rolled out, so that's part of the appeal as well as Tucker's going to get to handle the ball a little bit more, uh, which is why we saw him put up 10 assists last night. And yeah, part of that was that game was over pretty quickly. Um, you know, fourth quarter was pretty much all back up. So. But still, three, 3.6, he's been putting up a consistent 20 points. We project him right at 20 here. Um, and, and he showed his upside last night. So certainly another guy. I, Bradley and Brown are safer, better plays. They should be in line for more minutes. But Tucker is certainly another guy uh, that needs to be on your radar here. And then the last one that's really looking kind of chalky here is Sadarinsky for Chicago. Uh, against that OKC team we talked about, it's kind of thrown in the towel. Sadarinsky has been seeing a little bit more minutes lately and playing pretty well with them. What do you think of him here? I like him. I mean, the big news there is uh, Temple's out. So I think Sadarinsky is going to get a little bit more minutes um, at the one and two, mainly the one um, and spelling white. But he's been playing good. I mean, I think the reason why people are so big on him is he had 33 fantasy points last game, 10 points, six rebounds, seven assists, two blocks and a steal. That's pretty damn good in only 26 minutes. Um, I think we can see around the same amount of points, maybe assists. I wouldn't count those on me. OKC is pretty terrible. So, I mean, honestly, the the four value plays that we're leading off with are they're going to be chalky, and it, it's going to come down tonight to to what studs you play or what mid tier guys you play. And and I mean, to me, you just you plug in at least three of these guys: um, Bradley Brown, Horton Tucker, or Sadarinsky. Um, preferably a choice between the latter of the two because I really like Brown and Bradley, um, but. Yeah, it's just you gotta nail your studs tonight. You gotta you gotta pick the right stud. Yep. Um, some secondary value options on the board, KCP, uh, and then another one that I actually really like if all these New York guys remain out is uh, Reggie Bullock. He went nuts they last are. night. They um, all are out. Yeah, Peyton is listed as doubtful. Rivers remains out. Um, obviously, Rose remains out. So. Yeah, Bullock played uh, 42 minutes last night. He played 37 the game before. Um, key for him is because he's going to score. He's 19 real points and 14 real points the game before that. Key for him is can he pick up any sort of peripheral stats? Last night he did. He had six rebounds and assists and a steal. Uh, that led to 32 points. The game before then, he only scored five less actual points, but because he didn't pick up any perifs, he only had two rebounds, one assist. He only had 20 DFS points, so he's going to pick up real points, and he's going to be on the court a ton tonight. He should play 30, probably 33 plus minutes here. Um, do you, so so because he doesn't pick up the perifs, he has a 0.64 fantasy points per minute, which is lower than any of the other four guys we mentioned. But he did show his upside last night. Would you play Reggie over any of the other four we mentioned? <clears throat> I like him. I mean, I pivoted to him last night away from the chalky Burks, and it, it paid uh, it paid out for me. It was it allowed me to get to RJ Barrett. Um, I honestly, I mean, I like him a little bit more than Sadarinsky, just because I know he, like you said, he's gonna see thirty five plus minutes probably tonight. Um, we have him projected at thirty four minutes and twenty two fantasy points. Um, Sadarinsky is gonna be the better point per dollar player as we have him projected for 27 minutes and 23 fantasy points. But I think Bullock has the higher upside. Um, they're, what, separated by 200 bucks. 
Um, so it's going to be a choice. Um, tougher matchup, but then again, Embiid's out. I don't know. I'm going to have to dive into the numbers a little bit more. But I really, I, I always like playing Reggie, Chalk Reggie Bullock. Um, or not Chalk Reggie Bullock, but in my opinion, he should be Chalk. Um, like last night. So I, I can see him going off for 30, 32 fantasy points again. Yeah, I think you could. I think you can throw him in that pool if you uh, make it really five value plays. KCP's there as well, but uh, if you look at his log, it's it's okay. But even last night, he only played twenty minutes. I think he just played play Taylor Horton Tucker, who's shown flashes of more upside. Um, and actually, KCP is actually the lowest of all of those at only point six three fantasy points per minute. So he would be my He'd be my least favorite of the group. But yeah, I think you've got five strong values under 4K on DraftKings to consider, build around. I would expect most people to have, like you said, probably three of them in your lineup, uh, which will afford you some big guys, which we'll get to. Swinging over to FanDuel, it's a little bit different. Tony Bradley and Moses Brown should both be pretty chalky again here. But we've got KJ Martin still minimum priced 3500 uh, for Houston on FanDuel. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know how you don't lock in KJ Martin and Tony Bradley at your power forward spot tonight. I mean, that just that allows so much flexibility. Um, I'm looking at FanDuel right now. If you lock those two guys in, oh, no, Martin's at a small forward there. So if you lock them in, you're at 7,500. Then you add in Brown, you're looking at 8,100 for the remaining positions. And I mean, I, I just I don't know how you don't lock in KJ Martin. Tony Bradley and and Moses Brown there to to be quite honest and just do a stars scrubs lineup over there. I mean you can get SGA LeBron and then another big boy and then fill out with the high seven K range or high six K range and feel really good about your lineup tonight. Yeah, that's uh, KJ Martin's a flat out miss price. He's thirty five on Fanduel. He's five three on DraftKings. He's got since he um, you know started seeing twenty plus minutes. He's got twenty twenty plus in two of the four, and then 30-plus in the other two. So he should be 5K at least here, and he's 3,500. Free spot. Tony Bradley, free spot. Moses Brown is the one you could maybe make an argument to get away from at 42, but to me that's a free spot as well. Take all three of those on FanDuel, and you're looking at a very, very solid line. So, yeah, yes. I mean, this is, this is crazy, and I haven't seen a night like this in a while. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's going to be chalky, just so everybody knows. Um, it's going to come down to a player, too. But um, the value plays. This is one of those slates where people in GPPs are going to get crazy and they're going to get away from these easy chalk plays. Um, Don't do it. Don't do yeah, it. Just just eat this chalk. Just win with your one or two other guys, uh, even in GPPs tonight. So especially over on FanDuel, lock those three guys in, or at least lock in Martin and Bradley. Um, and just just move on. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, well. going. I mean, p- to piggyback off you there. I mean, we used to do that to where we would see this value chalk, and we'd be like, "Oh, I got to get off him. He's going to be value." I mean, there's a reason for him being value. And if 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 Martin goes off for 25 fantasy points, and you don't have him at 3,500, and instead you pivoted to someone like Denzel Valentine at 3,700, and Valentine only has 12. You're done. Your night's over. Go ahead and, and, and miss out. You know what? I, so I mean, just just play these chalk guys. Those I mean, it's only going to take up two or three roster spots, and then move on from there. Yep, absolutely. So uh, with that all out of the way, like I said, we'll do things a little bit different today. So now let's take a look at some positions. We already gave you some, you know, 
pretty easy plays at a couple different positions here. Starting over on FanDuel at point guard, where we don't have one of those chalk values, though. But because we're going to have, you mentioned it, what, 75, you said eight, nearly 8K a position uh, after plugging in those three. So over on FanDuel, we've got a couple point guards worth considering paying up for. Ben Simmons, Trey Young, Damian Lillard. Um, all of these guys are very high fantasy points per minute. Uh, I'm fine with any of those, and you should be able to get two in your cash lineup pretty easily. Over on DraftKings, Sadarinsky is listed at point guard. Also, LeBron is listed at point guard. I think LeBron's probably the pretty clear payup option tonight. Good matchup with Minnesota. He didn't play big minutes last night. Um, they want to get back on track. They had lost 7 to 10 going into last night. So the Lakers are going to look to put together a little run here. A matchup with Golden State last night in Minnesota tonight is a good way to, to start putting some wins together. So really got to like LeBron here. Uh, he has I got, I got a, I got an argument on when we get to LeBron or small forward with LeBron's top payup option. So I wait. <laughs> so I, yeah, I know who you're going to talk about. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we do have uh, quickly consider going right back to him with all those New York guys out. He's still only five eight on DraftKings. Uh, Eric Bledsoe at five two is a nice price uh, with uh, JJ Redick out too. So that's a nice price for. Bledsoe, he's listed at point guard, shooting guard. Gilgis Alexander, who we'll get into over on Fanduel at shooting guard. Uh, Ricky Rubio at 5'9". I'm not crazy about that play, but he is there. Um, let's go ahead and move over to shooting guard because a lot of those plays overlap. You've got uh, Gilgis Alexander and Oladipo. Uh, Wall's already been rolled out, so Oladipo is a nice play. For OKC, they have nobody. Everything's going to go through him. I would, I would anticipate he's pretty chalky on both sides, right? Yeah, no, I, I would, I would think he's pretty chalky. Um, I, I always like SGA. Eight eight hundred is a good price for him. He's only eight K on on Fanduel. Um, yeah, he's a free spot on Fanduel. That's too cheap. Yeah, I just built a Fanduel lineup, and I've got Trey Young, Damian Lillard, SGA. And Jimmy Butler, and I still have a thousand dollars left. And I don't know where to upgrade. Just throwing that out there. Um, yeah. But the, anyway, the only I decision mean, you would have on Fanduel, I guess, would be um, quickly comes in at fifty two hundred, which is a really nice price. Um, or or Depot, because uh, you've got those three. I think it's those three are pretty clear. Depot, SGA, quickly. Yeah, I mean, I had quickly at first, and then I mean, it's just it's it's stupid how. This build's coming out tonight. But anyway, um, going back to SGA, I really like him. Like you said, the offense is going to run through him. It's going to be pretty clear as they're just they're not re- they're just giving him the minutes and seeing what they got out of him. Um, I like – I mean, Levine's been struggling. They've, they've been taking his minutes down a little bit. He hasn't been as great, but he's there. Yeah, I mean, Reggie Bullock's there. Denzel Valentine's getting some minutes and quickly can be pivoted over to the uh, shooting guard spot. So, I mean, we got a lot of options tonight at, at shooting guard in terms of value and then pay-up options. Yeah, for sure. And you have some nice um, multi-position eligibility over on DraftKings. Uh, quickly, point guard, shooting guard. Bledsoe, point guard, shooting guard. SGA, point guard, shooting guard. Depot, point guard, shooting guard. Um, Reggie Bullock, shooting guard, small forward. So there's a lot of flexibility at the position. So 
Um, very nice. Let's move over to small forward. Uh, so we have, obviously, we have LeBron. But then you mentioned it. We also have, um, you know, Jimmy Butler, who's been falling out of his mind. But I am seeing that Bam is probably back. Does that lower Jimmy at all for you? For for me, no. Um, Jimmy Butler's been doing just – he's been just – Unreal right now. I mean, on, on DraftKings, he's only 9,800, and he has put up 50 in one, two, three, four, five, six straight games with one, two, three of them at 62. He's going up against Cleveland. I, I mean, I am all, I'm, I'm all in on Jimmy Butler on DraftKings tonight. FanDuel, it's 90, or he's 11K. He's more expensive than LeBron. 600 more expensive than LeBron, but you can get him easily and and not be struggling tonight so it, it just comes down to the matchup what do we have him projected at uh lebron at 53 and jimmy at 47 so i mean i think he's a better play on, on DraftKings, but i really like jimmy butler tonight i mean i get the lebron play don't get me wrong but i'm very high on jimmy butler yep um that's one of those potential um pivots you make that even in cash that you consider um that's going to make a break your lineup tonight on a fairly chalk slate. So hard to ignore what he's been doing though. Lately, his, his log is pretty nuts. Um, really Bam's is as well, but obviously you can't play Bam fresh off of, off of an injury, but um, yep. So Jimmy Butler, definitely more DraftKings play though, with LeBron being cheaper. LeBron's going to be chalk on FanDuel paired with KJ Martin. Really all there is to talk about at that position. If you want to pivot, um, to a different build, although again, I don't, I just don't see not playing KJ Martin. But if you were, it would be Kevin Porter Jr. and Vernon Ingram um, instead of the stud and stud and value or stud and punt. I should say you could go with the two mid range guys, but pretty much it there at that position over on DraftKings. Again, LeBron is point guard, small forward. And we got Larry Nance coming in. He does carry small forward eligibility. It looks like he is back. Um, He's he's had a good season. 0.8 fantasy points per minute isn't isn't huge, but um, uh, you know, obviously, I'm a I'm a Cleveland guy, so I like Larry Nance. What do you think of Nance here? I don't I don't mind him. Um, with Kevin Love and all those guys are back out, then you know he's perfectly fine to play if you get to him at 4700. I just don't like the matchup against Miami. 4700 is not bad. I just like the other value plays better. Yeah, I think I would rather do. I think I'd rather play Horton Tucker there at the position. Um, power forward's kind of weak at DraftKings, so that'll be interesting because you do have Nance, but if you look since coming back, he's put up uh, 20 and 11 on DraftKings. I do think part of that is rust, um, and it, it's going to improve, but this is it's not a great matchup. Um, yeah, that's it's interesting though. Let's let's actually go ahead and move over to power forward on while we're talking about it. Um, where where are you looking at on DraftKings at the position? Because it's a relatively this is probably the weakest position. What position? For Center? power forward over on DraftKings. Oh, I can't say this guy's name, but the power forward for OKC, he's starting to get a lot of minutes as well. Um, uh, po- Poco Sevsky. Yeah, something like that. They 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 sent him down to the G League, and now they. Have brought him back up, and I think he's played twenty 
or more in a few games now, and he's playing. He went off the other night. He played thirty. He's played thirty and three straight, and he went played thirty nine minutes, put up forty eight fantasy points last game. Yeah, so I mean, like I, I'm leaning towards him or Julius Randle with uh, no Embiid. Randle went off last night for sixty two fantasy points. By the way, and he was pissed um, last night. I don't know if you saw the end of that game. Oh yeah, yeah. they had to hold him back. So what I do like about that uh, Pokusevsky call is um, in the three games since he really got increased to 30 minutes, he's taken 11, 11, and 13 shots. He's not making many of them, but the fact that he clearly has a green light to just let it fly is very encouraging, especially at that price. So I think I would rather save 300 bucks and play him over Nance or go up to one of these big boys like Randall, uh, Zion does carry power forward eligibility, Brandon Ingram. So I think that's where I'm at at the position. You either pay up for one of these guys or you pay down for Pokusev- Pokusevsky. Yeah, no, no, I agree 100%. Um, that's, that's, where I'm, that's where I'm leaning. I mean, I, I don't really see any other option there. Um, like I said, maybe... Maybe Julius Randle, but other than that, yeah, I think you pay down. Yeah, uh, I guess Tobias Harris could be added to the list with Noah and the decent matchup. He's really more of a FanDuel pricing play. He's still 700 cheaper on FanDuel. So on FanDuel, we've got Tony Bradley. He's going to be chalk. Then we've got Tobias Harris uh, also listed at power forward. And we've got Zion for 600 more. Uh, and uh, Isaiah Roby. And then you do have Pokusevsky, again, still listed there. So all the guys we mentioned on DraftKings are fan are FanDuel as well, but Tobias Harris probably much chalkier over on FanDuel with a uh, couple hundred dollars less uh, pricing discrepancy. All right, then let's round it out with center position. We already talked about at length, so pretty easy here. Tony Bradley, Moses Brown, expect them to be chalk. Um, you do have uh, Zion does carry center eligibility, um, and then I guess really if you wanted to pivot away, if you if you just didn't like or agree with those value plays, then you know you could consider like a Clint Capella or Montrez Harrell. But I think it's pretty pretty straightforward the two, two values today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you, you got to look at Capella and Collins versus Houston, as we know, Biggs versus Houston is a real thing. But I mean, with the value on the slate tonight, I don't. I just don't. I don't see myself going Clint Capella to be honest. Maybe if I'm getting off Bradley or somebody, I, I'm not fading Moses Brown. I can tell you that right now. So um, maybe coming off Tony Bradley for Clint Capella or, or John Collins, I'm okay with. But the center is just very easy tonight, in my opinion. Just lock in those two guys or Moses Brown on, on Vandal and move on. Yep, I will throw one more name at you quickly. Uh, speaking of Atlanta, we will have to keep an eye on Capella, though. Uh, he is listed questionable. If he is out... Um, this Nathan Knight came in off the bench the other day, played 23 minutes, hit 35.8 fantasy points, put up 16 real points, nine rebounds, uh, two assists, two blocks, and a steal. Uh, he went nine of 10 from the free throw line. He's literally minimum priced in that dream matchup against Houston. So if we get Capella out, then you can just add, you can make it, you know, six really, really viable uh, punts on on the board and, and, and he may be power forward. Dollars. And Oh my goodness. And he's a power forward. So he fits in like, 
you can still play Bradley Brown, throw Knight in there, and then throw Horton Tucker or Sadarinsky, and you can play Jimmy Butler, LeBron James, and whoever else the hell you want. <laughs> yeah, so keep an eye on that. If that if Capella is ruled out, uh, what I'd like to see is maybe that be like a last minute thing because nobody knows, you know, very few people are going to know who Nathan Knight is. Um, so if that's a last minute thing and you listen to this, flop over to tonight here in, in a just a dream matchup and he could have a monster game. Jeez, man. Tonight's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. Um, who's your favorite GPP plays? Man, I like um, I like all of Atlanta, whoever plays. Um, I like that night call if, if Capella's out. I, I like Trey Young. I like... Gallinari, John Collins. I like all of Atlanta versus Houston. Um, and then on the um, the very end of the game, um, end of the night, I, I like Towns versus L.A. Still missing Gasol. I don't mind that at all. And then and I, I like Anthony Edwards a lot. I think he's really playing some really he's, good basketball. He looks like a stud all of a sudden. He looked, He went from like, oh, they might have screwed up with this kid. Uh, you look, he's got 30... 2.3 or higher in seven straight now on DraftKings. Yeah, he's he's playing and it's the Lakers. He's gonna try to show out with um, well, um we're at the point now where rookies coming in. LeBron is their Kobe or their MJ. So they they want to play against LeBron. So yeah, this coming in and he's he's gonna he's gonna wanna for sure show off to LeBron a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. So, um, I mean, th- those are those are mine too. I mean, like, I really like Atlanta. I would not, I don't mind getting two or three Atlanta guys in my lineup tonight versus Houston. Um, and then, and then I really, really like Anthony Edwards at 7200. I mean, then with all this value, you, I mean, you can literally, you can mix and match. You can play studs. You can go all mid tier with only two value. There's plenty of ways to go tonight, GPP. Uh, just to. Just to back that Edwards call too, you know what his best game on his log is? Probably against the Lakers. Lakers. Fifty-one point three. There we go, and it's in it's in L.A. Is it on ESPN? What's today, Tuesday? I would assume it is. Yep. I mean, pretty much every Lakers game is on something. So yeah, I'd be I'd be willing to bet that he tries again uh, to put on a show. Um, I really like that uh, Pokusevsky call as well at forty-four hundred. If Nathan Knight's my favorite, if we get him, but yeah, I like Pokusevsky as a kind of a little bit lower owned value play with all these other guys on the board, and then same same idea with Reggie Bullock. You could play, you know, I think you eat the pretty obvious chalk, um, but then you could make some slight pivots in GPPs that are still strong strong value plays, um, and then yeah, all the studs you mentioned are are really nice pivots. Yeah, yep. overall, it is, this is, it is a good ex- slate. Yeah, this is an exciting slate. Plenty of value, plenty of studs to pay up for. Um, it's going to be a fun one to watch. So, uh, with all that being said, top plays will be out here in an hour or so. Cheat sheet is live. Uh, we'll update it just before we came on the show, and then it will be updated again all the way throughout the night, all the way up to lock. So, uh, with all that being said, we'll catch you next time. And good luck. Have a good one, guys.